Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and our good friends at Welch & Company Jewelers. Visit the website today, welchjewelers.com, and pick out your favorite piece of jewelry. And a big tip of the cap thank you as well to Camillus Golf Club, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, and Rosie's Corner. He is the studio host for the NHL on TNT I've had him on for years. He's one of the best in the business, such a professional. And, man, have they crushed it again this year on the big set with Bissonette and Gretzky and others. It is my good buddy, Liam McHugh. Liam, how are you, bud? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. So, obviously, oh, yeah, I love having you on. So, obviously, you know, second half has arrived here as we record this, and there's just so many things swirling in the air from a storyline standpoint. What are you looking at for the second half, and I'm assuming that maybe, hopefully, that list includes will the Buffalo Sabres make the postseason a team that maybe arrived early this year with all those young guys? Oh, I think it's uh, a huge part of what I'm looking at, especially when you consider how good that uh, wildcard race in the East is shaping up to be right now. Um, you know, the Islanders obviously, you know, made their move. They went out, they got Bo Horvat. They needed to add someone, uh, sign him to a long-term deal. Um and they are right in the mix, same points right now as we speak with Pittsburgh, who's in that second wild card. Washington's in that first wild card, but have played more games than everyone except for the Islanders. But Buffalo is right there. They're a point out. Florida looms really large because I think Florida's poised for a big second half. They're under a new coach. They had some new players. They had to figure things out chemistry-wise. Uh, Florida's going to complicate this situation. Buffalo's in it. They're in it to the very end. I don't know if they make it. I think I look at this Buffalo Sabres team and this team that we had on national TV right before the All-Star break. Tage Thompson, he left early with uh, what looked like a lower back injury. And obviously that's a big deal. I mean, the guy's electric. He's, you know, right now having one of the top five seasons in the NHL. Uh, He looks like a complete cornerstone franchise player. And his contract now already looks like a steal when you go forward. So uh, I think 
But I, I would say this, when we had them on TV, they didn't put up a great showing, even with, despite, you know, even if you throw out Tate Thompson's injury, they, they're a team that's inconsistent still. They are an electric offense. They are a team that has some defensive lapses. Uh, they're still very young right now. I also, I look at this team, and I think the goaltending's been a little better than I expected, but they're not the type of team that when they are not at their best, their goaltender is going to rescue them and steal games at this point, and that could be ultimately what keeps them out. I'd be interested to see if they do anything at the deadline. I don't expect that they will. I, I think for me, making the playoffs at this point is still important. I want to build a winning culture. I want them to be right there, uh, but you obviously don't want to mortgage the future. It's a tough line to walk um, for the Buffalo Sabres right now. But I've said this before, and I really believe it. Once the Buffalo Sabres get into the playoffs, if that's this year, if that better be next year, if it's not this year, I think they're poised to then, for the next decade, be a team that is in the playoffs every single year. Yeah, that'd be great. And and that was a disappointing game. I mean, they got shellacked by Carolina Wednesday night game. I think there were two games on that night. You guys had... Uh, one of them, Boston-Toronto was the other. And, and, and Carolina won in overtime the night before with an Ajo goal to beat the Kings. The Sabres were the team that actually had the rest, but yet Carolina looked like they were the team that had the rest. And, uh, well, that was uh, feels like a million years ago. We'll see what the Sabres can do moving forward. Um, a guy who is, I know there's McDavid, and I know there's Dreisaitl, and I know there's, uh, you know, there's still the veterans, Crosby and Ovechkin. I'll get to them in a minute. There's Cal McCarr. There's so much out there. David Pasternak. So many young, amazing hockey players, and I don't think the game's ever been better as far as my lifetime. Uh, that's for sure, and, and, and probably before that as well. But there's a guy who is killing it right now in New Jersey, and his name is Jack Hughes. When you watch him play hockey, what do you see? I see a guy who's built for the modern game. Uh, in that he is a smooth skating a elite playmaker and sniper. So if he decides to be a goal scorer, he can be a goal scorer. If he decides to playmake, he can playmake. Uh, he has speed, he has vision, he has cre- creativity, which I think is really what the modern game is centered around now. Uh, I think if he walked down the street, you saw him, you'd be like, "Wow, uh, there's no way that guy's a professional athlete because he's he's a wisp. Like it looks like the uh, you know stiff wind would blow him over." But this is the modern game now, and if you are elusive, if you can skate, if you can think the game the way he does too, which I, I think is you know a really underrated part of his game. I think there are times where he looks faster than he is because he's thought this out and he's two steps ahead of everyone. Uh, I know he's one of those players that uh, Wayne Gretzky is on our show. Uh, absolutely loves to watch, which tells me something that, you know, if you're one of the two or three players that Gretzky's tuning in for, uh, you've got something special there. And uh, I truly believe that right now, you know, the cool thing about this Devils team is I think when the Devils made their cup run years ago uh, with Lula Morello as the GM, there were times that they certainly were not the most riveting team in the league, but they have what it takes to win in that era. Uh, this is now a team that has what it takes to win, but they're also a really fun team to watch. And I think in some ways you could look at this team as maybe like the next step for those Buffalo Sabres teams, where it's a team that can play offensively, can play a skill game, can play with speed, but also can figure out a way to win when they're not on their A game. Uh, Jack Hughes is in line right now to be the type of guy who can push Connor McDavid. Wow. Who can be up at that level? He's not there yet, but okay. within a year or two, he if he makes the next jump, if he continues to to raise his game the way he did from last year to this year, 
he is someone who will be in the conversation of I can now push Connor McDavid potentially to be one of the best players in the world, which is saying something because I didn't think anyone was going to come near McDavid for a very long time. Okay, Bruins, Maple Leafs, Lightning, Hurricanes, Devils, Rangers, the great wild card races we talked about. Liam, have you ever seen an Eastern Conference like this in a season? It's it's crazy. It really is. Mind-boggling. Uh, you know, the Bruins, what they did at the beginning of the season is astonishing when you consider the fact that Marchand was hurt, their top two D-men were out, and we thought maybe this was the year that they would miss the playoffs. Bergeron's older. Who knew what to expect from David Krejci? Uh you know, and here they are in first place, look like they're going to run away with the president's trophy. But here's the issue now, right? So they're the one seed. They're going to play a wild card. They'll probably play a pretty good team. I still like their odds regardless of who they play. But in the second round, they're either going to play Toronto or Tampa Bay. And yes, Toronto has to get out of the first round and they haven't done that forever. And Tampa Bay has a way of obviously stepping their game up in the playoffs. But here's the thing. I... Love Tampa Bay in the playoffs because they take it to the next level. They flip the switch, and they have the goaltending. Every year, Vasilevsky will be there doing it. And so you get a Boston team that faces Tampa Bay has gone to three straight cups, and I would call that a coin flip, even though Boston's been that good. If Toronto somehow wins in the first round <laughs> and beats Tampa Bay, I think all the pressure just disappears for the Leafs. I really believe that. It's gone, and they are playing free and easy. And when you have Marner and you have Nylander and you especially have Austin Matthews playing free and easy, that is an extremely dangerous team. And then, of course, you go on the other side, and it's the team that we all love to not talk about, which is Carolina. And no one wants to play them because Rod Brindamore has a system in place where they can do what they did to the Sabres right before the All-Star break, which is win at home in overtime, turn around, go to Buffalo, play a young team that should have a lot more energy and go out there and maximize their efforts and just basically skate that team right off the ice, uh, clog up the neutral zone, frustrate that squad, turn the puck over. And teams are sitting there wondering, you know, what they're in against, against this club that, that should be tired, that should be beat up. But Rod Brindamore does not allow that to happen. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, all four of those teams could, could win the cup. They absolutely could win the cup. And I really would not count. I think the Devils is still a year early. I would not count the Rangers out easy uh, either at this point. I think the Rangers have another level that they can get to. And as we all know, they have a goalie that can steal not only a game, they have a goalie in Shesterkin that can steal an entire series. So you're talking four teams that are elite that could win the cup and the Rangers right there on the outside. Of it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think they're a cup contender. NHL and TNT studio host, my guy Liam McHugh. A couple more for you here, Liam. Out West, there's a lot of really good teams, I think, like Stars, Jets, you know, even the Kraken you could throw in there, the Kings. But they're not over the top anything like some of the teams we mentioned out East. But I do think that there are maybe uh, some teams, maybe one or two, three at the most, that you could look at and say they're going to go on a run, whether that's Edmonton, whether that's Colorado because they're coming off the championship uh, and they have just amazing players with McKinnon and McCarr and company. Um, where do you land on the West as far as a team or two that you think, watch out, they're coming for you? It's an incredible thing to look at the standings right now, February 7th, and see that Colorado is not in the playoffs. And if I had to pick one team from the West to win the West, it would be Colorado. 
it's a crazy thing. And I think that the odds actually reflect that now. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for that to change, but it's just not happening. And I, I think it's because everyone feels like eventually they will get 100% healthy. And when they're 100% healthy, Forget there's it. no stopping them. I also think it's a sad situation that there's a good chance that they will end up in one of the wild card spots, which means congratulations. You won your division. You get to play Colorado first round. <laughs> Great. Uh, Otherwise than Colorado, I see uh, I see Edmonton as a team that's certainly capable of a run. Uh, I have questions like I did last year, like I probably will until the end of days about their goaltending and their defense and their depth. Uh, they're an extraordinarily hot, top-heavy team, but you have two of the top five players in the world in McDavid and Dreisaitl. You're going to be in the mix. After that, uh, I really look at the Dallas Stars as a, a team that can emerge and win this entire they're thing. They're good. First in the West. Yeah. Yeah, they're first in the West right now. I think they have in Ottinger uh, really the best young goalie in the league. I mean, he's he's a few years younger than Shesterkin and Sorokin. He's a big goalie. He can move. We saw what he did against Calgary last year where he stood on his head. And they have Jason Robertson, one of the best young goal scorers in the league. They have a nice mix of veteran players like Ben, like Sagan, with youthful players like Robertson, like Haskinen. Uh I like that team. I think they could probably afford to go out and make a move at the deadline. Uh, they probably would have loved to have gone and gotten Bo Horvat. He's out of the equation. I've heard some whispers about potentially maybe even Patrick Kane there, which would be really interesting because it would be within division. Dallas should make a move. They should get stronger right now because it's a team that can win. They have the goaltending to do it. They have the defense to do it. Uh, and, yeah, you talk about veteran players. I throw Pavelski in there as well. This is uh, – I, I like this Dallas team a lot, and I would say Dallas and Colorado probably my co-favorites in the West. Counter McDavid as we record this, 50 games played, 41 goals – 51 assists, 92 points. We still have 32 games to go. Where are we at with McDavid? Is he going to, I mean, I'd love to see him push, you know, 175. Uh, 200, 200 is going to be, th- th- there's no way for that maybe. Um, but are we in 150, 160 territory point-wise? Is he going to score 60, 65 goals? Are the assists going to be over 100? Where are we at with this guy? I, I think the points uh, could be a, could definitely be in that 160, 170 range. Uh, definitely. Um, and, and I think a big reason why right now is when it's not like the Boston Bruins who, you know, can afford the last couple of weeks of the season to say, hey, who needs rest? Mm-hmm. Who do we want to make sure is healthy for the playoffs? They're in a wild card. They're in a battle right now to make sure that they're in the playoffs. They could also be in that position where maybe they're in the playoffs, but looking at their matchup and trying to avoid someone or trying to get a favorable matchup. So they're going to be playing right to the end. And McDavid doesn't take any he doesn't take any nights off. He doesn't take any shifts off. He's extraordinarily intense at all moments. He's a guy who when this team this is why he makes news also, and I love it, because uh they're under such a microscope in Edmonton. But it's news when he leaves the rink quickly after a game and and people start like, Oh, was he angry? Yes. If they don't win, he's angry. It, it, like, you don't have to read anything into that. If he feels like he didn't play up to his standard, he's angry. He, he holds himself to an extremely high level, holds his team to a high level. I, I don't see any reason why he should slow down. I, I think there's even a chance that in March he could step his game up. Uh, he's, he's that type of player. And we're looking at, you know, the beginning of one of the all-time greats, right? We really are. And, and every, it's, a ho- it's hockey. It's not like other sports. And you measure it with 
championships. You measure it with Stanley Cup final appearances. And I want to see him play on that stage. Uh, but right now, in terms of individual skill, talent, raising your game, uh, he's already he, he's cracking that list. He'll be in there at the end. And Mike, here's the best thing. How many guys in the league can enter a season and basically just say, you know what, this year I want to leave the league in goals and then go out and just leave the league in goals. McDavid is the only one who could just make that decision consciously <laughs> after not being right in the mix for a goal scoring title yeah. and decide he's going to do that. He's generational talent doesn't even cover anything. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we're in an age that's it's it's unbelievable. Connor McDavid in hockey, Patrick Mahomes, you know, in football, uh, you know, when he's healthy, obviously Steph Curry. I mean, the excitement around these guys and just the flair that they bring. You know, oftentimes we hear like Curry's the Mahomes of basketball, Mahomes is the Curry of football. You know, they they resemble each other in terms of their skill set and their flamboyant nature and, and and the crazy wild things that they can do. What's the comparison for McDavid? If you had to, if you had to go to a guy in another sport, is there is there somebody you'd kind of do that cross thing with? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see him win a title, but I think I, I look at him. Uh, it's funny. I, I used to hear this, uh, and obviously a lot's changed in the last few years. But I used to hear this about Durant a lot. You know, I remember when Durant came into the league and they were doing workouts uh, for him and Greg Oden. Remember that was the debate, right? Him <laughs> or Greg Oden? Greg Oden, and, Ohio State. And, yeah, and Odin was listen. Odin was a big guy, had a great talent, but they brought him for workouts, and they said, "You know, Odin's a great kid. We like him. He's a nice guy." Um, Durant of these workouts is a killer. Like he's playing one on one against guys in workouts, and he just wants to absolutely demolish them. I think McDavid is that type of guy, and you you obviously would hear that with Jordan, right? Whereas every single time they competed in anything, he was intense about it, wanted to win. And was furious if he didn't play well, compete well, and eventually win. You know, if it was poker, if it was golf, if it was anything. I think McDavid is that type of guy. And uh, I, I don't think McDavid goes into an offseason and thinks like, oh, great, I won the scoring title, I won the MVP. Uh, you know, next year we'll make it further in the playoffs. I think the entire summer he stews. <laughs> he's, he's, he's annoyed. Yeah. He's frustrated. He wants to win desperately uh and that's why we saw it last year mike there were times mcdavid in the playoffs i mean first off what he did against la in the last couple games of that oh series gosh. uh we saw beast mode Connor mcdavid we yeah. saw a guy against calgary same thing he was hitting people he was knocking people on their butts on the ice checking people into the boards hadn't seen that from mcdavid yet and the fact that he can do that in a big moment with the spotlight on him and still score goals and still make plays uh yeah i mean i think he's got a lot he's got a lot of jordan Oh, man, he is so good. In the final minute I have with you, obviously a great celebration at the All-Star Game. I wish you guys had the game uh, and, and, the, and the festivities. I, I just the coverage that you guys bring to the table is, is second to none. Um, but a, a, a nice moment on the ice. You know, they bring out Ovechkin's kid, and, and it was one of the highlights of the skills and Crosby and Ovechkin and the crowds going wild. Those two guys, man, I mean, they are as special as it gets. I, I don't think that they crack – the Gordie Howe, Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Bobby Orr, Mount Rushmore yet. But I think those two guys, you could argue, are next in line. And maybe maybe one does boot you know, a Gordie Howe out eventually. Maybe Crosby does or Ovechkin when he breaks Wayne's uh, goal record. How, how do you think those guys are similar and, and different you know, through the years in terms of what they've been able to accomplish? Because they're linked forever, Liam. They came in together. They absolutely are. Uh, and, and it really is one of those things where you think about uh, the lockout and the post-lockout era. 
they're a big reason that hockey's in the state it's in right now. Uh, you know, they're a huge reason for, you know, if you want to look at its popularity and say, who can you point to? It's those two guys who, you know, and their, you know, their rivalry, the comparisons between them, the comparisons between their teams uh, have really carried a generation of hockey. And it, it's pretty rare that you come in with the type of hype that both of those guys came in with, uh, especially Crosby coming in as a Canadian player when you're starting to be called the next one. And, uh, you know, certainly compared to, to Gretzky, even though his game is so much different, and then live up to it and uh, take into account the fact that he had, you know, major concussion issues, head injuries, neck injuries that threatened his career. And then he came back from it. He came back better and won a couple of cups. Uh, they're also guys that I think you need to start looking at, and you look at the numbers of 35 years plus in the NHL, and nobody's had seasons like this before. They are, uh, you know, in many ways durable. They are the modern athlete in that they take care of themselves in a different way. Uh, Crosby goes about his business very quietly, you know, very little about him. It's his style. It's the way he does things, but every year he adds a little something to his game. Alexander Ovechkin is a 37 year old who can score 50 goals. Uh, and he's still out there trucking people and he doesn't get hurt. Uh, it's, it's really remarkable. I think in the end of this all, I think Ovechkin slots in, obviously, in the top 10. I think he's going to be the greatest, considered the greatest pure goal scorer of all time, as he should be. I think Crosby is there. Uh, I think he is a Mount Rushmore-type player. Um, you know, I know that uh, Bobby Orr was asked about this years ago, and he said, why don't we just have five? He goes, why don't we just have to eliminate someone from Mount Rushmore? He goes, there's space. Carve another face up there. Um, you know, and just put Crosby in that mix. Uh, I, I think there's something to that. You wow. Know, I, you know, comparing generations is so hard. Crosby deserves to be there. I, I think you're talking top five player of all time. Sidney Crosby is right there with those guys. Wow. NHL on TNT studio hosts, they do an amazing job. Catch the double dip usually on Wednesdays. We'll look forward to the second half uh, as it continues on in the postseason as well. Uh, and make sure you follow Liam McHugh at Liam underscore McHugh. Liam, always love having you. Thanks for the time. Keep up the amazing work. I am glued every single time you guys come on. So keep it going. Uh, thanks so much, buddy. Really appreciate it. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Bet Online, they're our partners, and they remain your number one source for all your sports betting this season, from pro and college basketball all the way to the UFC, MMA, golf, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B L E A V to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag. It's where the game starts. Think back to the big game earlier this month, Chiefs and Eagles, and it's a great time to also think back on all the storylines in this past NFL season. Tightly contested playoff races went to the last game of the season, and record-breaking performances made each week must-see TV. The championship game has its own storylines built on a season of excitement and drama. The most intriguing storylines in every NFL season go beyond the box scores and stat lines from rookies breaking through to veterans like Tom Brady going for one more title as we focus our discussions as much on personalities as playbooks, and today's sports journalists tell compelling stories about the people under the headsets and helmets. 
St. Bonaventure University's online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism trains students to tell stories in an increasingly digital environment. Aspiring NFL reporters and broadcasters learn how to podcast, tell stories on social media, and identify future opportunities for audience growth. These lessons can be completed around your schedule thanks to a 100% online format. SBU, in fact, is the official education partner of the Buffalo Bills and has an extensive alumni network, including yours truly. U.S. News & World Report further confirms their academic excellence by placing SBU 20th in its ranking of regional universities in the North region. Learn more about how St. Bonaventure can open doors to sports reporting careers at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.